yeah, I don't want to go to jail for anything. I'm much too, like, weak. And you're pretty. You are listening to the Stand Up Dads Podcast. This is Hecabor. Yeah, it is. Let's try again. How does it sound? Fine. Okay, good. So I went out to uh, get the coffee, and uh, I see my kid watching TV, uh-huh. and he's watching Fancy Nancy. <laughs> and I said, hey, buddy. And he's like, I'm not watching oh. this. <laughs> oh, my God. You caught him on his, his version of porn. <laughs> And it looks like you are, little buddy. I'm just playing with Legos. It just happens to be on in the background. Like, uh, I understand. Hold on, Daddy's taking a photo. Stop it, Daddy. <laughs> I don't give a shit. It's uh, it's not a big deal, but it's yeah. funny that it is to him. So oh. of course you want to torture him about it. But he's never really reacted like that. Like this isn't what I'm doing. <laughs> it's awesome. It makes it where it's like you wouldn't have cared, but you're like, oh, interesting. <laughs> Let me know more of this weakness I can exploit. <laughs> Not a weakness, but yeah. To harass him. Yeah, you're listening to yeah. Stand Up Dads. This is Rob. <laughs> and Mike. No, I love finding stuff like that. Because that, they work so hard to make it seem like whatever, Dad. That when you find that yeah. those couple of things, and it's like, stop it. You're like, oh, that makes it all worthwhile. I have to make a note so that when he's in high school, I can play this little intro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For all his when he starts he's acting so like he thinks he's cool, go, oh, hey, hey, get all your friends over here. I got something to show them. <laughs> yeah. Stop it, dad. Oh, he's the worst. He's the worst. <laughs> So this year, so happy new year to everybody. We hope this year is so much better than this abomination we just finished in 2020. But I think my kid's new favorite word of the year is butthole. Nice. And it's driving my wife crazy because she's really grossed out by it. And he shouldn't be saying that, but still, (laughs) I think 2021 is going to be the year of the butthole if I'm not careful. It's taken every bit of self-control that I have to not play that. I wonder what's inside your butthole song. <laughs> yeah, he, that will become his song. That'll be his anthem. Listen to our music episode. And I, I think it was our music episode. I think so. Yeah. Where there's this little girl that sings, I wonder what's inside your butthole. Yeah. And oh, <laughs> it's gold. Uh, it's worth the... It, uh, I hesitate to tell people to search for it because I'm afraid to see what's going to come up on that. But yeah, I wonder what's inside your butthole. Did I, did I ever, did I tell the story on that, on that one about my niece where we had her in um, San Francisco and she was like, Oh my God, she was like two or something. Mm -hmm. And she ate too. She's going to hate this. She'll kill me, but she had like too much pineapple. Right. So she was like, in pain and we had gotten her like like cornstarch and stuff to try to help her oh on the and, way out yeah and uh my ex was like here because she's like what are you doing what are you doing she's like for some reason she's like, here i'll show you here then use like a mirror and her and she went there's a hole back there <laughs> and she was mortified just why is there a hole <laughs> 
Where do you think that poop came from? Hilarious. Oh. We're like, oh my God. She was just like so scared. Oh, <laughs> out, of the, out of there in the hole. <laughs> it's like, uh, you remember Ray Romano? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He has a bit about his two twin boys. He was getting ready for a shower to give him a bath. And they were like two or three, I think. Mm-hmm. And I guess the phone rang and he made it very clear that it wasn't full. The tub wasn't full of water so that he doesn't yeah, yeah. get in trouble. But he was on the call and he hears, okay, okay. Now you, Ew. and then he's like, oh, that's not a good word. I never want to go into that room again. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now me. And he gets like, oh God. And he goes in just terrified to see what he's going to see. Yeah. And his kids are taking turns looking in each other's assholes. <laughs> <laughs> so and he's like, oh, I guess ew is better than, huh? <laughs> okay. We're, we're not going to just talk about butts this whole episode. Uh, this episode is about whining because uh, my kids uh, definitely big on the whining this year. And I'm going to try and curb that. And I think part of it is the COVID and we kind of gave it a pass because it's an unusual year. Yeah. I think uh, now is the time to nip that in the bud. So here's a clip from a guy named Tim Hawkins who talks about his ungrateful kids and how they whine. Here goes. So kids, stop your whining. Stop your whining. There's just nothing to whine about. You got everything you need. I love my children, but not too long ago, I made them a, a breakfast. I made them a full balanced breakfast. It was huge. I made everything for them. It took me like an hour and a half, you know, I wanted to surprise them. So I made the breakfast. I put it all on the table. I wake up, kids, come to the breakfast table. I'm gonna, I made you breakfast. All right. I sit down. I go into my office. Ten seconds later, I hear this. Ah! <laughs> What's wrong? There's pulp in the orange juice. <laughs> pulp, pulp! You got the orange juice with pulp in it! <laughs> yeah! Like you get it out, man. I've seen you eat an orange. That's pretty much full pulp. <laughs> <laughs> ever pulp in the milk then tell me about it that's not good <laughs> it's pretty much cottage cheese you let daddy know and i'll take care of that <laughs> pulp is like kryptonite to my kids man when i want to be alone i just go in my office i just put pulp on the doorknob yeah I took my kids a while back to this uh, par theme park called Six Flags. You ever heard of Six Flags? It's a real fun theme park, man. Took them there for a day. I spent half a grand. <laughs> half a grand <laughs> in a day. Yeah. Driving home that night, I heard this in the back seat. My <laughs> 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 sweetheart, what's wrong? Billy's daddy took them to Disney World. <laughs> oh my god. For a week. And we just got to go to Six Flags for a day. <laughs> <laughs> we hate you. <laughs> we hate you. Sweetheart, look up here at Daddy. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. You ever feel like doing that? I have. Like, we got insurance. Let's see what happens. I don't care anymore. I just don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> How ungrateful yeah. is that Disney World? Let's make a new theme park for kids. We'll call it Third World. <laughs> Sit in there for a few weeks. See if they don't come back a little more grateful. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs>
third world after all. It's... Daddy, I want a happy meal. He'll be happy to get a meal. <laughs> Daddy, Mickey Mouse. No, that's a giant rat. Get out of here! It's a poison dart. I just got that. And I love, I mean, I love my kids, but uh, for Christmas, uh, last Christmas, I got my daughter. She's 12, and she's awesome. She's just like a little angel. She's just one. She never, she never talks. She just sings all the time. She dances everywhere. Just dance. <laughs> daddy, daddy, I need your help, daddy. Could you unlock the computer for me, daddy? I'm going to make a bowl of cereal. Oh. <laughs> Just dancing around. So cute. But uh, for Christmas, I got her. I, I splurged. I got her this iPod Nano. You know, it's like 250 bucks. I wanted because you know we all love our kids the same. <laughs> um, we do. We just don't all like them the same. You know what I'm? Don't you judge me, parents. You know what I'm talking about. Like I love you. I just don't like that one right now. <laughs> I don't like that. Therapy <laughs> too. <laughs> I got this nano, I wrap it up, I put it on the tree, I was so excited. She opens it up in the morning. Oh, my God. This is the wrong one. This is not the right one. <laughs> the wrong one. I told you I need more giga giga. This giga, I hate giga. you. I hate you. This one only gets twenty-five thousand songs. <laughs> Like 25,000, there's not 80 good songs ever written, sugar butt. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you, Tim Wilkins, for that one. And uh, yeah, because I could totally feel them on the, oh, that's the wrong one. And just. Yeah. And the one to let go of the, the wheel where you just get to that point where you're like, how about we just do nothing and I crash the car? <laughs> we just forget sometimes because. You know, it's like that whole, we talked about it on the last episode, you know, my Christmas was socks and underwear and a gift and you don't bitch about that gift because, you know, you just didn't. But nowadays it's just so, it's choose your own adventure on what they want. Yeah. And they get, they do get so much more because I was thinking about that. Like, like I felt like I got a lot of stuff, but mostly it was one, one really big thing. And then, and then littler stuff, you know, and our parents had the same conversation about us when we were this age. So yeah, it. I've got a few articles on whining that I'll put links to in the show notes and there will be uh, links to the clips that we play as well. So you can go revisit those and also explore what those comics are all about. Cause there are some pretty good ones on there, but this first one is an article called how to stop your child's whining. So this caught my attention. And I guess part of understanding it is why they whine in the first place. Mm. Yeah, you know, they're quick to point out that they're not deliberately trying to be annoying or spoiled. It's the only way they can express themselves because that's how they did it up until they were able to talk. So yeah. they wanted something and it got a reaction. Mm -hmm. So we have to train them to knock that shit off. M Melissa and I will bug only because when she really wants to say it, when it went before, there's two different levels of whining. There's the real whining. Mm -hmm. It's like what he was describing where it's like something wasn't the way they want. But then there's also the whining to get something. And she'll she'll say it in a way that's like, daddy, 
daddy. And <laughs> in the second she says that, it's like, uh oh, you know, you bug her. I'm like, like what is it? Ole, Ole, what is it? What is it you need? And she's like, shut up, daddy. <laughs> You know you want. You know something's coming if you get that voice all of a sudden. Like, yep. <laughs> so they talk about how disciplining them can backfire. Because my response to whining is I flip out. <laughs> to me, I just it's fingernails on a chalkboard. I can't fucking deal. Yeah. But they talk about you know because that's how they understand from experience. That's how they get our attention. Yeah. And you know it was an interesting thing. The psychologist said that whining makes them feel very powerful because oh. if you think about it. Here's this guy that's totally ignoring me. And hey, just like that, I have his full attention. That makes sense. Yeah. But it's funny because we think whining makes them sound weak. Yeah. But they're feeling powerful. And the more you can't stand it, the more they're going to do it because they know it'll get a reaction. Yeah. And, you know, they just want a response. If they can't get a positive one, they'll take the negative. So there, apparently there's a way to break the pattern with a way that can encourage them to develop rather than just punishing them. And when you stop getting frustrated by the whining, your child will stop too. So they link, they link, they list four ways to break the habit. First one, refuse to let it bother you, which that's a fucking chore. Yeah, that's Um, hard. Yeah. But the way they say it is explain to your kid ahead of time, not when they're whining, that, hey, if you whine, I am not going to respond. I can't understand what you want when you whine. And I'll listen when you talk in a nicer voice. So that's a start. Doesn't mean it's going to work right away. Then the second one is make sure your child knows what asking nicely means. Get off your phone, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Dang. Make that booty call later. I'm not. I'm looking at comic books. (laughs) You fucking dick. (laughs) Hey, it's ending. It's an eBay alert. A comic. I wanted to get. (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) Your stand up dad and child. (laughs) <laughs> but Robert, I'm just trying <laughs> to get a comment before it's gone. Yeah. It's super hard to get it. It really yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> we're gonna learn how you we are we're learning like in real time how you deal with whining. <laughs> yeah, how I get deal off your with phone. whining. Get off your phone, goddamn. <laughs> well, you're not my kid, so I can just tell you to go fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> no CPS is gonna keep us apart. <laughs> Get off your phone. I can be over there in five minutes. Oh, shit. <laughs> I know you're so you're mean. <laughs> and I'm bigger than you. <laughs> Dang it. All right. All right. And I know which one's your weak arm. <laughs> <laughs> you never let me do anything. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. Okay. So step number two on how to break the habit. Make sure your kid knows what asking nicely means. And that's fair because we kind of assume that they know yeah. the right way to do stuff. Well, if they were never seen it, especially if we're dicks about stuff. Yeah. I know what it's like to ask nicely. And they said that the best way to explain it is to de- is to record their whining and pleasant voices and play them back to the kid. And every one of us has a recorder on our phone. So when they're whining about something, just. Oh, to have both. I got confused for a minute. So yeah, yeah to have a version, to have them when they're in their normal voice and then record them. Record them one time when they're just really and then yeah. maybe even script it to say, hey, can you read this off or say this? Oh, and then I, play it back. I would, yeah. And they'll understand like, oh, that's how I sound. Just like I wanted to take the I hate you and put it into the Build-A-Bear. 
the whining might even be better. Oh, God. Go put it on there. So when they click their doll, it's all, we're daddy. <laughs> yeah, that's too much like a paper trail pointing at you as being a dick. <laughs> I'd, I'd recommend against it. I hate you. You are the guy that told her there's no Santa two weeks prior to Christmas. Oh. <laughs> oh. And now I don't even want to take my Christmas tree down because it makes me sad to think it's the last Christmas tree she saw. You should build a bear, build a bear that says there's no Christmas. There's no Santa. <laughs> <laughs> there's no Santa, but daddy loves you. You can keep it. You can keep this one as a reminder. Okay. Number three, give praise where praise is due. So when they do the normal voice, tell them, thank you. That was really good. And they like praise. And then it says, hang in there because it's not going to happen overnight. It's like overnight. their pets, the way you say Because they like praise, you know. They do. <laughs> Everyone likes, well, most people like praise. I'm not a fan. <laughs> keep it to yourself. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, they point out, it's like, you know, when we have to change one of our own habits, it doesn't happen overnight. So just like we talked about for the New Year's thing, it's like 66 days in a row to create a habit. So it's going to take some time. Yeah. Then I was looking around and I was expecting to find like millions and millions of clips on comedians talking about whining. Yeah. And while I found some, I uh, didn't find a whole hell of a lot. Surprising, yeah. Surprising. But I did find one from George Carlin talking about... Nice. Talking about whining baby boomers. I mean, granted, I wasn't around before, but it doesn't seem like you could get away with whining as much before the baby boomers. Oh. Because if you think about it, it's the depression, you're whining. It's like, yeah, whatever. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you... Yeah. That's totally like when my... um, (laughs) That whole different take on stuff when... My grandma got me and my ex years ago a bird, mm-hmm. and it it died within a week, and mm-hmm. we were just just devastated. And she was just like, "Go get another bird." Yeah. Like, What's <laughs> what are you ridiculous? And it was like, "We can't, we can't." She was just like, "I paid for that bird. Go return that bird to get another bird." So here it was like, "What the hell? Like, come." What kind of bird was it? It was just like a little, kind of like a little love bird or something, you know? And it was just like, it was to her, it was just the most like ridiculous thing. Swap mm-hmm. it out. What's the matter with you? Yeah. Did you cook it? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, we were like devastated. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Well, here's George Carlin talking about how it all started. Yeah. A lot of these cultural crimes I've been complaining about can be blamed on the baby boomers. Something else I'm a little tired of hearing about. The baby boomers. Whiny, narcissistic, self-indulgent people with a simple philosophy. Give me it, it's mine! Give me that, it's mine! These people were given everything. Everything was handed to them. And they took it all, took it all. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll, and they stayed loaded for 20 years and had a free ride. But now they're staring down the barrel of middle-aged burnout and they don't like it. They don't like it. So they've turned self-righteous. And they want to make things hard on younger people. They tell them abstain from sex. Say no to drugs. As for the rock and roll, they sold that for television commercials a long time ago. So they could buy pasta machines and Stairmasters and soybean futures. Soybean futures. You know something? 
They're cold, bloodless people. It's in their slogans, it's in their rhetoric. No pain, no gain. Just do it. Life is short, play hard. Shit happens, deal with it. Get a life. These people went from do your own thing to just say no. They went from love is all you need to whoever winds up with the most toys wins. And they went from cocaine to Rogaine. <laughs> And you know something? They're still counting grams, only now it's fat grams. <laughs> the worst of it is the rest of us have to watch these commercials on TV for Levi's loose-fitting jeans and fat-ass docker pants. <laughs> because these degenerate yuppie boomer cocksuckers couldn't keep their hands off the croissants and the Haagen-Dazs. And their big fat asses have spread all over and they have to wear fat-ass docker pants. <laughs> Fuck these boomers! Fuck these yuppies! And fuck everybody, now that I think of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's hella funny. I miss George Carlin. Yes. I miss That's him hilarious. more than some family members. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's funny because like, they had it both ways. It's just like, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, it seems like that's when it started. But again, yeah. I am just speaking for you know, my time. Cause I wasn't around before that. Yeah. Then there's an article, uh, which I'm going to post, which a simple trick to get your kid to stop whining. The key is in the consistency. So it's actually kind of cool when I read it. Cause I was like, okay, what is this? But they kind of are big on whenever your kid starts whining, smile. So you don't show that you're angry because that's the reaction. Again. Oh, that would terrify. Only. <laughs> Just smile. And just say, and this is a quote, I'm sorry, but your voice is whiny and my ears don't work when you whine. So please say that again in your big boy slash girl voice. Oh, my God. So amazingly patronizing to Olya. It, it is. I'm going to do that. It, it my is. ears cannot hear. She'll be like, what? And it's kind of psychotic to see someone smiling saying that to you. <laughs> So I think oh, that'll just I think catch she'd her. start crying if I just randomly smiled like that. She'd be like, why are you smiling? Not like serial killer smile. And then if a kid repeats the whine, cup your hand to your ear and say again with a smile, I know you're saying something, but my ears aren't working. Can you please use your <laughs> boy voice? I kind of do that with Oli and she gets mad because she's, she's using her baby voice mm -hmm. out of nowhere. And when she does that, I will go like, I don't know. What did you say? What? Yeah. And then she'll get all stuff. And I will go, oh, I didn't understand when you were saying gucha, boo, boo, goo, goo. <laughs> Okay. So that would but be. Now uh, I understand. It's just like, you give me a shut up, dad. That's how you raise a smart ass kid. <laughs> I'm like, oh, now I can understand it. That's a trip before you were talking some other language. Yeah. <laughs> So when they change their tone and they become less whiny, yeah. reward it with, now I can hear you. Thanks for using your big boy voice. And again, <laughs> obviously you're using this for little kids. You're not going to use this for a 13 year old because then you deserve whatever you get, <laughs> but just modify it mm -hmm. or something like my ears are so happy when you use your big boy voice. I don't see liking that one very much. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Uh, and if after the first couple of times they keep whining, just shrug and turn away. <laughs> and ignore Ooh, them until that's nice. they uh, express themselves without whining. And if they start crying, just turn around and say, I want to hear you. I really do. 
but my ears need help. They need you to use a big boy, big girl voice. If it improves, go back to step three and reward it. And, you know, the whole goal is to just get them to know, okay, I get what I want when I say it like this instead of, it's not worth it to keep being a whiner. But they also have some conditions. It's important that you have both the parents and grandparents, if they're involved, anyone that takes care of the kid to be on board with this. Because if they can get away with it with one person, it's going to stick around. And they say to avoid a power struggle, keep a light tone about it. So don't make it like I'm dying on this hill. It's just kind of like, hey, it's a little suggestion. She's really gotten that bad. But since she was little, there's the threat from my mom of uh, Bumpa's Boot Camp, Mm. which is my dad. Like, it's been... why don't you leave her here for a week yep. and it'll be Bumpa's boot camp and see how much it, she gets away with it. Even now at 10, she's like, I don't want to do Bumpa's boot camp. We've done that with my kid and grandma's boot camp. Ooh, like, no. There you go. They don't like that idea. Yeah. Mary, I love you. Cause you don't fuck around. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's Bumpa. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he likes spending time over there, but if it was, like not under those thing. conditions completely yeah. different yeah, yeah only loves going over there but not if it was under the i don't want to learn how to make a bed <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then the final key they have on here is uh the calmer and less emotional you are when you respond when you respond the easier it'll be for your kid to focus on the message otherwise they're just focusing on the reaction so, yeah which actually you know what because I was going into this going, nothing's going to work. Nothing's going to work. This is just going to be yeah. how he is. And I can see this working. Got to try it more that way. Because sometimes I feel like it'll be almost uh, passive aggressive the way sometimes. Because what I'll do with her is I'll try to tell her like almost in real time, like I'll stop talking to pause and let yeah. her go like, are you listening? And I'll be like, I've told you twice. No. Mm-hmm. I am getting to my limit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? But the and fact that you're like, saying All it right. Calmly. Yeah, I'm trying to do that because instead it's like, you know, we've me and her have had the talk before where she'll be like, you'll get crazy. And I'll go, well, you asked it three, four, five times. Mm-hmm. Then I finally go, knock it off. And you go, oh, my God, you're so mean. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm trying to say it that way where you just like, you let them run their course I'm a third time, you know. You're 90% there. Okay. I thought I was being passive aggressive, <laughs> but I'm trying to not be aggressive aggressive, which is by the third or fourth. It's like, I've had enough. Now I'm Homer Simpson. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, when you read this, it is totally passive aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. But it's one of those, it's like some martial arts where you use their energy against them or momentum yeah. against them. It's just like, oh, yeah. why did it go there? And she hates that part where it's like, I'll let her go. And then she'll be like, dad. And I'll be like, are you done? Yeah. And she'll be like, yes. See, <laughs> you got it. You got and then it. It's like, now let me tell you, I don't want to keep going over this the whole day, you know? And part of the advantage yeah. you have is your kid's 10. So you can actually it's different. Yeah. You're rationalizing with her. Yeah. And that's a good thing. And actually, there is a link in the show notes for an article on how to deal with aging, uh, aging, with whining from ages six to 12. Because like I said, you're not going to talk to a, you know, an 11 year old like, I can't hear you with my little baby ears, you know, all that bullshit. I might. That sounds hilarious. (laughs) But if you want it to work, 
if she's still baby talking, I still will go like, I, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. So, and then this brings a final clip and I was kind of surprised by the title of this clip. It was stop kids whining by making fun of them. So, Oh, I'm a master of this. I know, <laughs> but this came from, and I was surprised by the source super nanny. Ooh. Okay. And I want to hear this. My one. wife will be pissed, but this is a good test to see if she really listens to the show. Uh, I kind of have a thing for the super nanny. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, but um well if she's if she is a master of like getting kids to do to listen. Yeah. And once you're a tired old parent, that becomes extremely attractive. <laughs> or maybe she's just attractive because she has no kids of her own. <laughs> <laughs> Does she? How do you know that? Do they say that? No, I looked it up. She doesn't have any kids. She's married. Oh my God, you're her stalker. Oh, Where does she it. live? Where does she live from? Based on her accent, Do you know if she's I'm happily married? The UK. Jesus Christ. I do know she's married with someone that she works with on the show. Oh, is she happily married though? Oh, stop it. I'm not that into her. I just, there's something about her. They're like, oh. pleasant to watch. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, here is the clip. This is from one of her shows. It kind of incorporates some of the stuff we talked about earlier with like, um, well, here, give it a listen. I want you guys all to really think hard about is the way that we speak to one another. Jojo hears all the time. I want a drink. I want my bath. I think that my kids uh, sometimes do wine to get attention. What do you hear, Forrest, from your children? What do they say? <laughs> Mom, I want to drink it. <laughs> I want to wear this dress. It's easy for a child to adopt that whining tone when they are emotionally feeling upset or, or feel that there's an injustice going on. But then what happens very easily is that the child starts to adopt that as their normal voice. Now, is that talking properly or is that whining? Yeah, whining. So let's think about how we talk to one another. And if you sound like this, then what mum and dad are going to say to you, okay, use your normal voice. The kids laughed and we laughed ourselves. So we realized it's unacceptable behavior. Okay. That's so, super good. That's a good one. Yeah. And thank you, Joe, the super nanny. I see you have like 40 or 50 of those bookmarked. Oh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I did not, you dick. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, there are links to that. And I'm sure, you know, it's actually a decent show. I've learned a lot watching her stuff. You know, I haven't watched a lot. She's of really it. good. I yeah. haven't watched it in forever. When it's a totally a show you watch when you're about to have a baby. I think that's when yeah. we watched it the most was before, like before birth, all the stuff of like, oh my God, I'm going to ruin this child. Yeah. <laughs> read every book, read every, and it's like, I'm going to continue this. And the second you have them, then you're like, oh no, I guess I'm winging it and ask for help. Well, it's funny because like with her, like, so, okay, there's a tangent here, but it links together. So Kim and I have been watching Beat Bobby Flay a lot. What is that? Beat Bobby Flay. He's like the one of the Iron Chefs, and he has a show where a chef will come on and say, this is my dish. 
try and make it better than me. And then, so someone come on and say this, I'm making chicken masala. And then they both make chicken masala and then they do a blind taste test and the judges judge it and say who won. So we've been watching that and we noticed that Bobby who wins, like, I, I think it's like three quarters of the battles he wins. Wow. That's pretty good. But we noticed that he uses the same thing over and over and over. Like he's always using Calabrian chilies. He's always using tangerine juice and honey and certain stuff that always comes in. It doesn't matter what nationality wow. nationality the dish is. But the same thing goes for the super nanny is a lot of the approaches are the same thing. So I'm like, you just did. You just got away with wow. 10 years of TV using the same tricks over and over and over. But the good thing about it is it kind of drives it into your head. Like, oh, I guess this probably would work. Yeah. So anyway, this isn't a plug for Super Nanny. Check it out, whatever, on your own. But or do download have... some pics of her and make it oh, your uh, wallpaper. Oh, <laughs> <sighs> I'm picturing that you got a picture of her and you animated just her mouth. And it goes like, when you open your computer, it's like, I love you, Rob. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello there, handsome. <laughs> Oh man, great. Now <laughs> perhaps I'll hire you to make that, Mike. Hello, handsome. Yeah, you can use that as your ring. Hello, love. Fancy a beef wellington. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we do have plugs for Seattle Gummy Company. They, they are our sponsor. We love them. They do high energy gummy shots. Each gummy is as effective as one cup of coffee. It works five times faster and is half the price of what you would spend at a uh, coffee shop for a cup of coffee. It came in handy on New Year's Eve because I'm an old man and I'm usually up by 4.30 and in bed by 9. And I know Kim wanted to stay up till midnight for New Year's Eve. So I had to pop a gummy and it worked. And it didn't let me down and I wasn't jittery. So I was able to get to sleep after that. It's good stuff. So there is a link in the show notes. Click that link because that's how we get credit. Enter the code standupdads15 and get 15% off your order. And if you find another code on their website, another promotion, you can enter that as well. You can combine codes up to two codes. So save money on your caffeine. Seattle Gummy Company, Stand Up Dad tested and approved. Get shit done. And this week we are bringing back the dating my dad segment because Mike has a good one. (laughs) Well, in general, like it's obviously super hard to try to date during a quarantine and COVID and stuff. So a lot of it, the good thing about it is before COVID, you'd ask someone like, hey, you want to talk on the phone? And they'd be like, I don't talk on the phone. (laughs) (laughs) You'd be like, oh, my God, how, you know, so unless you met in person, a lot of times you're like, well, I hope we'll get along. Like, because we get along in terms of short little sentences. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. But, that, you know, I met one girl a couple weeks ago that I was talking to, and it turned out that she had like an active stalker. So I was like, dang, I don't know if that's going to work. But because I'm scared of that, you know, I have that around Oli and stuff. But I didn't, you know, I didn't, before I could say that, she said that. It wasn't going to work basically because I wasn't like writing her enough. <laughs> yeah. So I basically was not giving enough attention to someone who had an active stock. <laughs> like, 
So I'm like, well, what is the right amount then? You know, because that's totally something I would overthink. Is like, how much do you write somebody that's also must be like a little too much is like now you're a danger and too too little is I got friend zoned. It was like, you know, can, you want to just be friends? I'm like, yes. <laughs> no. All right. Yeah, that'd be the worst. No. <laughs> Stalker light. Now I'm going to stomp off. Like, oh, well. What am I going to do with this collection of your hair trimmings and nail clippings? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm going to go back to stalking the super nanny. <laughs> <laughs> it's for my friend Rob. <laughs> You're never, never going to let me live that one down. Oh, that's a good one. That I'm going to give you gifts with that on it because I know Kim will go, oh, I knew it. <laughs> I don't think about her all the time. It's just when I see her, I go, oh, I guess I'll watch this. That's awesome, man. Anyway, so that brings us to the bad dad. It's actually kind of a bad teacher, but I think you and I are both bad dads because we're actually on her side. Yeah, well, I I don't, yeah. Well, I I should explain first. Yeah, explain it. High school teacher fired after students find her OnlyFans account. Yeah. A 26-year-old Latina teacher goes by Denise with two S's on OnlyFans. Uh, working as a teacher, Denise wasn't making enough money to meet her expenses, so she started the OnlyFans account. Yeah. And that's where so Mike what? and I were like, you know what? If we're not paying them enough, they got to do what they got to do. Yeah. And it's on her own time. You don't own her. And if you're a parent, why is your kid unable Only to go fans. on to OnlyFans? Exactly. What the hell are you doing that someone under 18 is able to go access that or find her? That's on you. Yeah. I was pissed when I saw it. I was like, People, it's just, to me, it's, it's totally like a, you know, a gender inequality thing. Cause I think they'd probably be like, you know, if a guy was on there, they'd probably be like, you know, what's up, you know, (laughs) but like, because of the girl, it's like, what, what? So now she's not able to teach. Like, yeah, well, they found her account and she lost her jobs shortly thereafter. And then yeah. apparently they reached out to OnlyFans and apparently there's quite a few teachers supplementing their income with this. They found one named Cindy and she offers tutoring lessons for 25 bucks a month to adults looking to expand their skill sets. Uh, she says, we have a lot of adults who need education to help them get by in this world. And I think OnlyFans is a great platform to reach out to these adult learners and still earn some money. They ask if asked her if she thought it was weird that it was a platform popular for adult content. And this one cracked me up. I know about it and I have no problem with it. As a matter of fact, when I teach, my titties are out too. And occasionally (laughs) I'll do a little twerk here and there in the middle of class to keep things interesting. (laughs) I like how I like how like shaved it titties. Oh, so is that the actual correct grammatical Uh, use? It's titties. Titties. Although the one thing I that I think is unfair about this. Yeah. What about the ugly teachers? (laughs) <laughs> how do they get this so i'm you're a teacher stuck door, get door dashing get exactly. out of here get out of here you're not letting the only fans get. i can't do only adult you know only oh yes you to, could you'd be a bear yeah i guess <laughs> you'd be on uh only fans the bear zone <laughs> is is that what they is there such a thing mike no i don't know uh-huh uh, <laughs> 
No, but I'm going to make an ad for it with you on it now. <laughs> Join Robert. Please supplement stand-up dads. <laughs> Robert has started an OnlyFans account to supplement our, our stand-up dads podcast. Damn straight. I'll do whatever mm-hmm. I need to for this show. Watch him, watch him eat some food. Shirtless. jeez. <laughs> oh, uh, like, uh-oh. Got some marinara. <laughs> and I'm sure there is. There might actually be a demand for that. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, dude. We're going to be like, forget stand-up dads. <laughs> the income off of this alone. Well, yep. let, us, let us know what you think. Email us at thestandupdads at gmail.com. Subscribe, rate us, review us. It's how the show grows. We really want 2021 to be the year that this show really takes off. So, if you actually like listening to us and you're listening this far into the show, you probably do for some reason. <laughs> tell a friend, or better yet, tell five. If you want to hire someone to draw a picture of a lady twerking while she teaches chemistry, who would they write to? Or if they want a picture of Robert looking up or stalking the super nanny, you would write to me at pencilforhire.com. Pencil for hire or pencil for hire on Instagram. I will happily do that. <laughs> For a price. Uh, <laughs> if you want to hire someone to draw a picture of Rob getting hit with a rolling pin by his wife. <laughs> Mike, you have a collection of comic strips. Tell them about it. Uh, it's Clumsy Love. I did it for about five years. So it was kind of a, like a funny version of my life. And it, it actually ran from a year before we had Olivia. So it's kind of the funny version of your life is your life. Yeah. So, yeah. So at a year where it was just my ex and our cats who were like our children and then Olivia was born. So we have about four years of that in there. Definitely something I'd like to do again, but you have to, I am proud of the collection. Good. And there's more that you need to put into a book. Yeah. I got to make a second book and that'll cover the, the other rest of the five years for sure. So there is a link in the show notes. Click that, order that. And while you're doing that, check out the link for Eye of Mongombo, the graphic novel by Doug Gray. It is hilarious. There's a pandemic going on. You got shit else to do. Get it. And again, Seattle Gummy Company. They're a wonderful sponsor. Click the link in the show notes and enter the code STANDUPDADS15. Get 15% off your order and email us at thestandupdads at gmail.com with a parenting story. We'll send you some free samples. And I just farted and I hope it didn't come up on the mic. (laughs) It did Uh, not, but I can add it. (laughs) (laughs) Seattle gummy company, stand up dad tested and approved. Get shit done. And finally listen to the gag on this podcast. That is my side project that is run by big Nick. This week we are recording our fantasy funeral draft. So if you don't know, we have a death pool. It looks like I won this year. You did. Wow. Congratulations. Uh, Actually, I think I was the only one that scored points. Wow. Oh my God. So listen to that. We'll be uh the championship belt will be handed over that day. And we actually have a championship belt. So we gotta watch out for uh who you put on the list. Yeah. You and got the eye. Well, this year it was like if you were on the list, you were guaranteed you were gonna live because only like a handful of people got points. And I'm not really wishing anyone dies. Yeah, yeah. Except for a couple of people. And uh <laughs> But one of them will be out of office in three weeks. Uh, but <laughs> anyway, give that a listen. And uh, hopefully uh, your kids don't whine this year. We will talk to you guys next week.
Talk to you next week. That was a shitty ending. The thing I want to say is thank you all for coming. Bye-bye. <laughs>